Welcome to a different podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. I just want to talk about Jesus. Let's get started. Around the world, there's so many different perspectives on prayer. Depending on what you subscribe to, faith you believe in, what you were taught, whatever the case may be, I'm sure everyone has their say about what prayer is, why it's important, or even if it's important at all. With that being said, if you were to ask five different people what prayer was, you'd probably get five different answers. Before we get going, though, here's my disclaimer. The perspective I share throughout this podcast are based on my own level of understanding. Just as every other Christian is in the constant process of learning and growing their relationship with God, I am too. In no way, shape, or form am I suggesting that my perspective is the only perspective, nor am I above being corrected or admitting my error. So when I'm wrong, I'll come back. Let's talk about it. Just be respectful. All right, so where was I at? Okay, bet. So the best way to start is asking, what is prayer? Now to me, the most simple answer I can give you is communicating with God. Now at first, everybody I saw made prayer seem like it was, you know, had to be one specific way. You know, standing up, eyes closed, bow head, a lot of yelling, a lot of crying. If they had tissue, they would have thrown it or handkerchief, whatever the case may be. You know what I'm talking about. But when I began to read for myself, get my own understanding, I learned that wasn't really praying at all. Or at least that's not the only way it could be done. When I was learning how to pray, I used to write letters. Then whenever I finished, I would read the letter back to myself. I would read it to God. Writing a letter was calm to me. And then reading it out to God was just me making sure that God could hear it. Sounds crazy, but it worked for me. As I continue to learn about prayer, I learned that there are four types of prayer. You have supplication, general prayers, intercessions, and praise prayers. Now, supplications are just precise requests for specific needs. Your general prayers include things like confession, you know, confession of sins and repenting, or adoration, or just a multitude of other things. Intercession is when you're praying for somebody else not yourself. So perhaps a family member, a friend, coworker, classmate, whatever the case may be, just someone who's not you. And then your praise prayers are basically exactly how it sounds. Just thanking God for who he is, what he's done, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do in the future. The Bible teaches us that these types of prayers are for all men and not just men as in male, but men and women. There are three reasons for these types of prayers. One, so that Christians can enjoy their life. Two, such praying is good and acceptable to God that may bring about the question, what type of prayer is not acceptable to God? I would dive into it, but that's not for this episode. And three, they bring salvation unto men. And like I said, not just men, but women as well. Men and women, all people. If you've never prayed before, the Bible gives us a good example about how to do it. We can find it in Matthew chapter six, starting at verse five. God teaches specifically on prayer, things to do, things not to do, and the way our heart is set before we even go about praying. The example of prayer that he gives us actually starts at verse 9. goes something like this. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtor. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. What I thought was cool about the example of prayer Jesus gave us is it includes the four types of prayer. Well, three out of the four. By the prayer beginning with, 
Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. We're acknowledging God for who he is. That's an example of a praise prayer. He also gives us an example of being hopeful for the return of his kingdom and his will being done in our lives by saying, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The next portion of the prayer is an example of supplication. We're asking God to give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors. So we understand God to be a God of provision, understanding that he will provide for us. We're also asking God to forgive our debt. Now, when we say debt, we're not talking about your student loan, talking about your sin. As we continue reading the Bible, you learn that the wages of sin is death, and Jesus paid that for us. So when we say, forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors, we're asking God to forgive us for our sins. And when we say, give us this day our daily bread, we're not asking for the things we want. We're asking for the things that we need, and he already knows that. After this, we have another example of supplication. When we say, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Now, I know you're asking yourself, why would God lead us into temptation if he loves us? As we read the Bible, we understand that God doesn't tempt us. We tempt ourselves. I would go deeper into that, but like I said, that's for another episode. What I can say though, is by reciting this portion of the prayer, we're actually asking God to help us with our daily confrontation with temptation, the things that we struggle with most that we're trying to get rid of or get free from that deliver us from evil portion. That's basically asking for freedom from our flesh, from our sinful desires. The prayer ends with another praise prayer for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It's a praise prayer because we're acknowledging the power that God has over our life and who he is and what he's done and what he's going to do and what's to come in the future. Although he gave us this example, this isn't the only way we should pray. I mean, God doesn't really appreciate repetitive prayer, at least the meaningless ones that aren't genuine. You know, just saying it to say it. Starting at verse five, I could go line for line explaining what Jesus said specifically on prayer, but in short, Jesus really isn't impressed with big words and all these declarations that are empty. Jesus also isn't impressed with repetition, praying something because you heard it, or that's how your church prays, or that's how your parents prayed, or that's how your older siblings pray, or your younger siblings pray. Prayer, as well as the way we live our life, is our opportunity to let go of our will and adopt God's. He already knows what we need, even if we don't. So instead of taking time babbling and trying to figure that out on our own, we should just ask him, God, what is your will for my life? Can you show it to me? Can you prepare me for whatever you have to show me? Can you prepare me for whatever you have to tell me and help me to govern myself in a way that's pleasing to you and matches the scriptures and the way you have called me to live my life?